Hello, 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 and welcome, welcome, welcome. This is My Sister's Keto, and I am your host, Sharita. Thank you so much for tuning in. There are thousands of other podcasts out there, and I am so grateful and happy that you chose this one. Today is Monday, February the 11th, and it has been a wonderfully cold day here in Ames, Iowa, and I am super excited to be here. We're going to go ahead and get started with the show. The topic of today's episode is going to be, what do I eat? Because it is a question that I definitely get asked at least once a day. What are you supposed to eat on the keto diet and how does it all work? So I'm going to try to take a little time to break it down. And then we'll also have a question and answer portion of today's episode as well. So hang tight and we'll get started. Welcome back to My Sister's Keto. Again, I am Sharita, your host. And the topic of today's episode is, what do I eat? I get asked that question at least once a day, whether it's via email, on the DM, in person. People always ask me, what am I supposed to eat? I don't quite get it. So I'm going to take a quick second to try to explain it. Hopefully I can kind of make it somewhat understandable. If not, please feel free to hit me up. You can hit us up via email um, at my sister's keto at outlook.com. You can also hit me on the DM on Instagram at my sister's keto diet on facebook we have a facebook group my sister's keto and of course you can find us online at www.mysistersketo.com so let's kind of take a step back and reestablish what we already know about keto we know that it is a high healthy fat moderate protein, low carb way of eating. And when we're talking about low carb, we're not saying no carb, we are saying low carb, right? So your carbohydrates should make up about 5% of your daily caloric intake. Now, keep in mind that that 5%, while it sounds small, when you put it on your actual plate, if you're eating your spinach, if you're eating your broccoli, your Brussels sprouts, your zucchini, your kale, things like that, it actually is going to be voluminous on your plate because these vegetables and a lot of those green leafy, healthy, good vegetables are not calorically dense, but they are pretty voluminous, right? So when we're looking again at like spinach and things like that, if you're not cooking it, you can put a cup of it on your plate and it's going to look like a lot. You want you want to eat around between five and seven cups of vegetables a day. And that's really not hard to do if you're looking at eating a nice, healthy salad with your meal. Um, I personally put spinach in all of my sauces. So if I make like a homemade Alfredo, I put spinach in. If I make pasta like a red sauce, I'll put spinach in it. Um, I don't even eat eggs at all unless it has spinach in it. I do not. I don't fancy the the texture of like a fried egg or even scrambled eggs for that matter. So I will put a cup of spinach in my eggs. Um, I usually, again, I do try to make sure that I get as close to that five to seven cups of veggies a day as humanly possible. So I try to find cute little ways to, to sneak them in there. So there's that. There's your carbs, right? Your your green leafy vegetables, your cauliflowers, your things like that. And um, again, 
vitamin rich, not calorically dense. So you're not killing yourself on that. Then we're going to move to our moderate proteins, right? So, or yeah, moderate proteins. Oh, I'm over here stuttering. <laughs> that should be about 25% of your daily caloric intake. So we're looking at our fish, our shrimp, our chicken, our beef, bone broth. That is a really good way to get a little bit of protein in. And it's not um, heavy, so you can just sip it. I usually have my bone broth um, in just like my coffee cup. And I'm sipping it when it's about time for me to break my fast. So those are some really cool ways to get your protein. Um, proteins like shrimp don't have fat. So say for whatever reason you're fat, you, you've eaten, you're making a recipe that's a high fat recipe and you just need a bit of protein to kind of get that in and you don't need the fat. Shrimp is a really good way to get that. Now remember, your protein is a goal. You want to meet your protein macros. Your carbs, on the other hand, are a limit. You do not want to go over your carbs when it comes to your macros. So protein is your goal. You want to meet your protein. When we were looking at the fat macro, now that should be your 70% of your, of your caloric intake, especially in the beginning when you're first starting keto. You want to make sure that you actually meet or as close to it as you can get to your um, fat macro. This is going to keep you satisfied so that way you do not feel the need to snack between your meals, okay? You don't really want to be snacking between your meals because you know you want to be controlling that um, insulin response in your body. So we don't want to be snacking in between the meals. Um, we want to let the ketones, because if you're eating, you're, you're not burning ketones. So, you know, you only want to be eating when you're hungry and when it's time to eat. So in order to help stave off hunger, you want to make sure that you're meeting your fat. OK, some good sources of healthy fat. OK, you've got your grass fed butters, your ghee, heavy whipping cream, eggs, natural cheeses. And my personal one of my personal favorites is MCT oil. MCT oil, oil, excuse me, medium chain triglycerides. The really cool thing about MCT is that it is one of the only fats, I think it is the only fat, come to think of it, and I've said this before, that cannot be stored in the body. You're going to use it one of two ways. You're either going to use it as energy or your body is going to expel it in the ladies' room or the gentlemen's room. Um. <laughs> and that's just that it, it, it's either coming or going one or the other so and it is a really really good source of healthy fat so when we're looking at keto keto is not guzzling mct oil gorging yourself on bacon butter and lunch meat i don't know where that myth came from as far as what we're eating we're not eating absorbent amounts of butter or lunch meat or bacon or any of that stuff okay as i said earlier you are getting those five to seven cups of vegetables you want to stick with those lean healthy meats you know the good 
grass fed if you can afford it. If not, it's okay. Go ahead and go with the conventional. But definitely if you can afford it, you're getting your good grass fed meats and then you're topping it with your healthy fats. Okay. So that's that. Really, really simple. Um, and of course, this the list that I gave is not all inclusive. Please don't think that that's the only thing you can eat. That was very generalized. Um, segment. <laughs> I mean, I don't have time to sit and list all the foods you can eat. There is more than enough information out there. And of course, if you go to www.mysistersketo.com, I will be definitely um, uploading more information onto the website so that, you know, we have more information on that. So anyway, if you have any more questions, again, please do not hesitate to reach out to me personally. I have no problems answering your questions. You can also hit us up on the email. That's going to be mysistersketo at outlook.com. You can DM us at mysistersketodiet on Instagram and the Facebook group, My Sisters Keto. Up next, we have our question and answer portion, so hang tight. All right, and we're back with the first question of the day of the answer and question and question and answer portion of today's episode. It reads, another question, do you prefer monk fruit or swerve and why? Good question. I personally prefer the monk fruit over the swerve. Um, I do have both right now in my well, I keep my swerve in the fridge and I keep my monk fruit in the cabinet. Um, the reason why is because swerve has kind of a funny um, cooling taste. And it's the craziest thing. I can't even really describe it. But if you use, well, I, in my experience, when I use swerve while I'm baking on the couple of occasions that I have baked um, keto um, treats, it has like a cooling taste to it. It's it's bizarre, um, and that's it's it's just like when you. It's almost a mentholy cool, <laughs> if that makes sense. But monk fruit is the most like sugar. It has that same um, texture about it. It measures the same when you're using it to cook with. So I definitely prefer the monk fruit. Um, if you have a different opinion, let me know why. You can hit me up on um, Instagram at my sister's keto diet. I'd love to hear why you prefer one over the other. Um, but like I said, there's kind of just this weird aftertaste as far as I'm concerned on the swerve that just makes me not not really want to eat it. Um, of course, if I had nothing else, then I would use the swerve. But since... I can get the monk fruit and it's only like a dollar more than swerve and swerve isn't cheap I ain't gonna lie to you guys the monk fruit for like a little a little packet it's like six dollars at the um, Hy-Vee here and Hy-Vee is kind of like our Whole Foods here in Iowa in in Kansas so that's the only thing that swerve has over monk fruit sweetener which is that it's a little cheaper but all right, so our next question says, 
And this is this question actually is out of one of the Facebook groups. This is not one that was sent to me personally. It says he who here cooks keto low carb meals for themselves and have to cook non keto for the rest of their family or significant other. What do you guys do to accommodate them or even yourself? Do you find it hard that you have to cook two separate meals? I personally think it's easy to substitute simple ingredients for a non-keto person for a non-keto person in the house. My husband says he can't cook dinner for us because he believes he has to buy so many different groceries just so he could eat and I could too. I do keto and he doesn't. Let me hear your thoughts. Thanks. Well, um, one thing that I try to do now, I have an advantage, even though I do have a family, obviously I have two daughters and my husband, I don't, (laughs) we don't all live under the same roof all the time because I do travel for work. So when I'm here in Ames, I usually just cook for myself, which is kind of nice because I don't have to, I don't have to share my keto goodies. (laughs) But when I'm at home, I also, I cook for everybody. And so I try to make keto dishes that I know everyone will enjoy so my family really loves the um, zucchini ravioli so basically it's like you make the like cheese ravioli center with your ricotta cheese and your garlic and your Italian herbs and then you just wrap it in like a little ravioli like square for made out of zucchini and everybody really seems to like that um they love the chicken stuffed peppers with the cream cheese they really like that um chicken wings is always a big hit and the uh fathead dough pizza i mean you can't beat that with a stick so (laughs) um keto dishes that my family really didn't like um I don't know, you know, because I keep my dishes really, really simple. I try to keep my meals simple. You know, I'll have meat, a vegetable, you know, and then the girls don't really care for the avocado. I will say that. But for the most part, like the main course of the meals, they dig it. So um, if you can try to make stuff that is kind of translatable, like taco salad for yourself and maybe like the taco for them just make your own taco seasoning perfect um something else um spaghetti with meat sauce instead of using your regular spaghetti sauce you can substitute it for one that doesn't have any added sugar like uh rowels homemade and then you they get regular noodles and you get shirataki noodles i mean and and when you do it that way it also kind of saves you some money so those are just a couple of ideas that I had right off the top of my head. I'm sure there's plenty, plenty more. Um, steak and shrimp. I'm just saying. Everybody likes that. And you don't have to make more than one. <laughs> more than one dish. <laughs> All right. Looks like we have time for one more question. And this one says, Has anyone had a day where you feel like you just can't get enough food? I can't seem to stop this hunger today. Um, not really. Um, it sounds to me like you may not be getting enough protein and fat. Um, because to me that is like if, uh, 
I personally don't ever feel like I can't get enough food unless I'm not eating according to my macros, unless I'm shorting myself. And there are times when I do that, right? Like I will make a meal and um, especially on days that I don't track, sometimes I will make a meal and after I've eaten, I've, I, you know, an hour or so will pass and I'm like, you know, that didn't quite have enough fat to it because, you know, I'm over here thinking about tomorrow night's dinner or whatever, you know, so that might be a part of the problem. Um, if you can't seem to get your hunger under control, you may need to re-examine your macros and um, make sure that you're getting enough fat. If you're not tracking, I don't know if, you know, I don't know how you would know whether or not you're, you're, you're getting enough of anything if you're not tracking. Um, if you're going strictly by your hunger, then I would say you may want to um, look at what it is that you ate and um, find a way to add maybe a little bit of protein and a little bit of fat to what you ate. Um, if it's like a routine thing where I ate this last time and I felt the same way and I'm still hungry, you definitely need to um, go ahead and reassess that recipe and maybe add a little bit of protein and some fat to it. Well, folks, that is our episode today. I just wanted to take a really quick second to thank you so much for tuning in. You guys just don't know how much I appreciate all the love and support, all of the DMs, all of the emails, all of the uh, private messages. You guys are so supportive and I appreciate it so much. So let me just take a quick second to express my gratitude and my thanks for you all. Of course, if there's anything you need from me whatsoever, as far as keto or if I can help you kind of figure out what it is you want to do, go ahead and hit me up. You can find me um, at my sister's keto diet on Instagram. You can email me at my sister's keto at outlook.com. You can also find us on Facebook at my sister's keto. And of course, you can find us online at www.mysistersketo.com. You guys have a great night. I love you. I'll see you soon. Bye.